السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla wa that today we continue with our tafsir of the Noble Quran. Our starting point is Surah to Shu'ara, chapter 26, and verse number 198. To recap and summarize yesterday's lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informed us, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ I explained to you in detail yesterday, Tanzil refers to that when the Qur'an Sharif was revealed gradually upon the Mubarak blessed heart of the Master Mustafa alayhi salatu wasalam. And inzal means when the Qur'an Sharif was revealed from the Lawhi Mahfuz in the heavens to the first sky. So that is a revelation of the Qur'an Sharif in one go, one shot. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. So always draw that distinction. Once there was a debate between a Muslim and a non-Muslim, and the Muslim said that our Quran Sharif is in its pristine purity, and it has no addition, no omission. And he read the verse, إِنَّا so that person objected and said, but yet the Qur'an is not mentioned in Zikr, and Zikr can refer to Torah and Injil and all the previous scriptures. He said, yes, it could refer to it, but remember the word before that is Nazalna. So Nazalna can only refer to Qur'an because the Qur'an Sharif was revealed gradually piecemeal. And the previous scriptures all were given respectively to their Nabi in one go, one shot, whether it was the Torah to Nabi Musa salam, or the Injil, the Gospel to Nabi Isa, to the Torah to Nabi Musa salam, the Injil to Nabi Isa salam, the Zabur to Nabi Dawood salam. So that's how the debate ends. So we need to understand the finer points. That is the ijaz, the miracle of the Qur'an Sharif. Who brought it down? So it is the kalam of Almighty Allah. Read Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal's life history and how he stood up alone. He was whipped, he was lashed. But remember, he never ever gave in and never apologized. So that is what lesson we learned. And he became Imam Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 
Nazala bihir ruhul amin and Jibreel alayhi salatu salam brought it down the Quran Sharif ala qalbik on your mubarak blessed heart ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam litakuna minal munzirin so that you will warn the people with love and compassion bilisanin arabiyyin mubin in the Arabic language which makes things clear وَإِنَّهُ لَفِي زُبُرِ الْأَوَّلِينَ And remember this Qur'an Sharif, it is mentioned even in the previous scriptures. Yeah, we need to pause for one moment. You see this بِلِسَان in Arabiyyim Mubin is teaching us a big lesson, and that is that we are supposed to know and learn the Arabic language, that is the lingua franca of the Muslim Ummah, that is our official language. We learn English, we learn Afrikaans, we speak our vernacular, Mehman, Surti, Gujarati, whatever, Zulu, Sutu, whatever. All that is fine, but remember, if we learn the Arabic language, that is the only language that has virtue, provided that person has Iman, as I mentioned yesterday. I'll give you one easy, simple example. You'll study Egypt. Egypt was conquered on the 1st of Ramadan in the 20th year after Hijrah. And you find that from that day onwards till today, remember it is the largest Arab-speaking country, and you will find it's still Islam there, and you will find the culture is still Islamic and Arabic. So all that. So we have to change the mind, the thought process of people. The problem with the Ummah today is we suffer from a complex. The West is the best and white is right. And therefore you find the Ummah in such humiliation, disgrace. Instead of we influencing the lives of others, we getting influenced by them. They do things like that, so we have to do things like that. That's where all the problems come about. Almighty Allah states, Awalam yakullahum ayatan. So isn't there enough signs for them? Enough verses for them? Ayya alamahu ulama ubani Israel. The ulama and the scholars, the spiritual doctors of the bani Israel, they should know about it. So the ulama knew about it, but what they did, they distorted the message. Whether it was the rabbis, whether it was the priests in the Christian church. You know, I have a clip of the previous Pope, Pope Benedict, and he says that this Christianity which we are following is not the Christianity really speaking of the Bible. That is now a Pope, first time in 600 years or so, somebody had to resign, you know, after being a Pope. We must remember this is a very, very big testimony and evidence about what he said. Obviously, the official story is something else. So we need to understand Islam is the only one Almighty Allah has given us a guarantee the Quran Sharif will remain in its pristine purity. Regarding ulama, let me just mention this while we're speaking about this. MashaAllah on Sunday, the past Sunday, today is now Wednesday. Uh, we had majlis there. Every Sunday there is MashaAllah majlis there at Darum Zakaria. 
So Hazrat Mufti Rizalak Sahib, Hafizullah, and I spoke, I spoke first, and Hazrat spoke, obviously. So we spoke about, remember the role of the ulama and responsibilities of ulama, everything is in Urdu. So if anybody wants it, ulama or others who know Urdu, so mashallah, we will forward it to you. From there, you will understand what is supposed to be the role and responsibilities of the ulama. Today's lesson, Surah 26, Surah to Shuara, verse number 198, all Allah Jalla Wala states, Walaw, law in the Arabic language comes for Allah Sabil il Farz, which means hypothetically, for argument's sake, Walaw nazzalnahu, and if hypothetically, argument's sake, we had to reveal it, Allah is one, but Almighty Allah in various and several places in the Noble Quran mentions we. Why does Almighty Allah mention we? It's a symbol of respect and reverence. To stamp His authority, Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala is fa'alul lima yurid. He does as He pleases. And if we are to reveal this Quran Sharif on some of the people who are non-Arabs, me and you, we are non-Arabs, we ajami, we ajam. So Arabic is not our first tongue, our mother tongue, but we have to learn it, we have to master it. Today the Ummah don't understand when the Imams of the Haramain Sharifain be gone for Umrah, gone for Hajj, you look at the people, 90% are dreaming, they don't understand the message. So we need to remember that this is a failing on our part. So if we are to reveal it, this Quran Sharif, to the non-Arabs, and hence he, the non-Arab, had to read it upon them. The Meccans, the Mushrikeen, and the people there in Makkah and surrounding because they were the first addresses. Then they should not have believed in it. Therefore, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا بِلِسَانِ قَوْمِ Never did Almighty Allah send a messenger, but it was in the language, in the dialect of the people. So the Nabi could converse with the people and express what his true true message is from the bottom of his heart. So therefore it's so important for us to know the language where we are going to. Now you can say, but what about Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam spoke Arabic and the message is not just for Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara. It's a global international message. So we agree. So therefore I answered already and said the lingua franca for Muslims is Arabic. But today the Ummah, again, everything upside down. They want to change the language of the khutbah, say, no more in Arabic, give it in the local dialect. Just now they'll start the Adhan in the local dialect, then Salat in the local dialect. So that is what happened in Turkey under Ataturk. So if you know the history, so this is how Almighty Allah is safeguarding. So for us, we have to take that Arabic language, promote it, advocate it through all parts of the world. So they would not believe in it. So Mustafa Habibuna received the message. They were proud and arrogant regarding their prose and their poetry. Here the Master is reading verses of the Quran. They amazed and astonished. Where is Mustafa receiving, reading all this? 
So it is wahi and revelation, something supra-logical, beyond and above our normal logic. فَقَرَأَهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مَا كَانُوا بِمُؤْمِنِينَ So the non-Arab, if he had to read it, then they would not have believed. So, yeah, Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa reading. كَذَلِكَ سَلَكْنَاهُ فِي قُلُوبِ الْمُجْرِمِينَ Similarly, we entered it. سَلَكْنَاهُ to enter. Again, we, the same answer. Almighty Allah uses we. We entered it, it the Quran Sharif and the verses fi qulubil mujrimin in the hearts of these non-Muslims. Mujrim refers to criminals. Most places in the Quran when mujrim is mentioned, it refers to non-Muslims. On the day of justice, Almighty Allah will stay will state mujrimun. Oh you mujrim criminals, non-Muslims stand one side. You don't mingle and associate with the mu'mineen, with the muslimin. That is the divine decree of Almighty Allah Jalla wala, on the day of justice. So here Almighty Allah is teaching us, Kadalika salakanahu. So similarly we entered it, this Quran Sharif, in the hearts of the non-Muslims. When? The hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kullu mawludin yuladu ala al-fitra. Every child, every baby that is born, is born with the ability, capacity of Iman and Islam. Fa'abawahu yahuvidanihi aw yunassiranihi aw yumajisani. It's the parents of that baby, of the child, that makes him a Jew, a Christian, a Zoroastrian fire worshipper. So it shows everyone has an ability. Therefore, we totally reject the Christian concept, and that is of original sin. They say every baby, every child is born as a sinner. That's totally rejected. We say every child is born ma'asum. When they attain and obtain the age of puberty, maturity, now that person should be responsible enough for his speech, actions, deeds, and so forth and so on. La yu'minuna bihi. Majority of them, they will not bring iman. No on the message, the Quran Sharif. No on the messenger, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hatta yarawul adab al-alim. Till they see the painful punishment. When they see it, then they want to embrace iman and Islam like the Pharaoh. He's drowning, whilst drowning he's saying, I bring Iman, I bring faith in Nabi Musa, Nabi Harun Salam. That Iman is not accepted, it is after Sakarat and the pains of pangster of death started. Once the person enters the realm of Sakarat and the pains of pangs of death, remember he's already connected to the year after. Our Iman is yu'minuna bil ghayb, to believe in the unseen. And not yu'minuna bil mushahada, now you are already linked and connected to the year after. Now you are to bring Iman, not accepted. حَتَّى يَرَوُ الْعَذَابَ الْأَلِيمِ فَيَأَتِيَهُمْ بَغْتَةً وَهُمْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ Hence suddenly the punishment will come. Suddenly the death will come. How many a person we see today? The child is playing and is so happy. Suddenly the child collapses. What happened? Accident passed away. The person went to the doctor. The doctor gave him a clean bill of health. You're strong like a horse. You will live another 30 years. After 30 minutes, that person collapsed. Heart attack, end of the story. 
history took place, carry on with the geography. So that is what we are seeing daily. So it will come when they are least expecting it. So Almighty Allah unleashes that punishment for them suddenly. Whilst they don't perceive it, they don't comprehend it, they don't understand it. Now when the punishment is surrounding them, what do they say? What will we be given respite? Will we be given extension of time? If it is death, no one get extension of time. Never will Almighty Allah grant extension to any person, any personality, once the time comes. Look at that surah. Look at the number of the verse. Surah 63, verse 11. The ayat I read now. That's a subtle indication. Oh Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam You were, you are, you always will be The most beloved to all Allah. But at the age of 63 In the 11th year of the Hijrah Your demise will take place Oh Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Innaka wa innahum mayyitun Your demise will take place And they also will die and pass away See the Quran, the beauty, the glory. So this verse, The last verse of Surah Munafikun, Surah 63, and verse number 11. But the subtle message to the Master, salam. So they say, Will we get respite, extension in time? No, you won't get if it is death. Yes, punishment. So maybe, Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, Yunus, Allah gave them some extension. Other people, Almighty Allah did not give. So it is the prerogative only, solely, or exclusively of Almighty Allah. Almighty Allah is asking them a question. Are these not the same people who used to say, hasten the punishment of ours, bring the punishment quickly, quickly. They were making haste with what? With our punishment. When they would mock and scoff at the Nabi, then they would say, yes, you keep on talking of punishment, and we're tired of that. Bring the punishment now. So now when the punishment came, see Almighty Allah Jalla wala, reminding us, Quran is not a book of history or geography. Quran is a book of Hidayat. And there's a primary objective for me and you to take lesson, for me and you to change our lives for the better. So we in South Africa and many other parts of the world see this verse here. Afara'ayt, what have you seen, O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Immatta'anahum sinin, that if we gave them a comfortable, luxurious life for many, many years, 30, 40, 60, 80 years, see how we are living. There's hardly any war. Yes, there is crime, there is corruption, there is all those things going on. But compare us with majority countries of the world, then you will find that we are in the lap of luxury. You lead a life like that of a king of the past. So very comfortable. Afara'ayt. One meaning, Afara'ayt. What have you seen? Another meaning, akhbirni, inform me. So both meanings are acceptable. 
that if and we gave them such long lives and we gave them so much comfort and luxury then after the 30, 40, 70, 100 years it came to them that which they were promised the punishment unleashed the chastisement surrounding them they could not believe it they were living oblivious the of death oblivious of the year after where are we going to die we yeah we enjoy and if we die end of the story there's no hisab no kitab no reckoning no accountability so that is what secularism teaches you therefore secularism is no place in islam Secularism means to build a godless society. Therefore, in Islam, you must remember, secular laws, once they are in conflict with Islamic laws, then we have to say that that type of laws are not worth the paper on which they are written. Because for us, remember, the Sharia is supreme, and that is the only law and constitution we follow. So man-made constitution we will follow as long as it does not encroach upon our Sharia. So always understand the difference between the two. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala tells us, Then it came to them that what they were promised. And all that, what they accumulated, their wealth, their assets, their rank, their positions, and be someone prime minister, president, ruler, all that, nothing came to avail, nothing came in handy, nothing came in to assist them. Because when that death comes, then that person knows that I am going to die. My gold, my silver, my uplang, nothing can help me. If you read about the Abbasid dynasty, Mu'tasim Billah and them, when Hulaku Khan came, he locked him up and arrested him for three days. No food, no nothing. And thereafter, he brought the gold, he brought the silver, he brought all those things and said, take your treasures and eat it. Imagine that man, three days, three nights, no food, nothing. And now he's seeing his gold, he's seeing his assets, he's seeing his treasures. And the person who took him captive is telling him, eat it. What could he do? That is all Mithya Allah Jalla system. Allah gives izzat and honor to whomsoever He wishes. Allah gives disgrace to whomsoever He wishes. And when all Mithya Allah disgraces a person, And when Allah disgraces a person, there is none to give Him honor. So these people, Almighty Allah gave them so much. You look at the non-Muslims today, millionaires, billionaires, and they carry on as though as they can do what they want to. Suddenly, cancer. Suddenly, accident. Suddenly, they cannot walk. This is Almighty Allah teaching us. There is a supreme being. There is a day of justice. Maliki Yawmid 
Whatever you did, everything will be exposed, O human being. Then surely on that day you'll be questioned about all these bounties which Almighty Allah has showered upon us and they are recurring and showering upon us. Are we ready to answer? Who? None of us are ready. Read the dua abundantly. Allahumma hasibna hisabi yasira. Hadith in Bukhari, Sharif, Muslim, various compilations, Mustad Ahmad and so forth. Oh, Almighty Allah, make our reckoning, our accountability easy. If the interrogation starts, we will be punished, finished. We won't be able to answer. We go overseas and land here at these airports, yes, South Africa, other airport, Hong Kong or wherever. And now you have to go red and green. We always go green. But if they call us, come this side, master, then we already know that we have a problem. So many questions they might ask. So therefore, this is the world, very easy. What will happen there in the year after? So Almighty Allah says, مَا أَغْنَا أَنْهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يُمَتَّعُونَ وَمَا أَهَلَكْنَا مِنْ قَرْيَةٍ إِلَّا لَهَا مُنْذِرُونَ And we have not destroyed any town, any city. Travel in this world and you will see the remnants, the relics. How Almighty Allah punished the nations of the past. Till now there are some remnants and relics. So Allah's announcement, we have not punished any country, any town, any city. But there were people warning them. There were people warning them. You find in the time of Anbiya, alayhi salatu salam, the respective Nabi, that messenger, alayhi salatu salam, was warning his people. In time of Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi salam, is warning humanity. Then the Sahaba, the beloved students and companions of the Master, alayhi salam, the Tabi'een, the successors, the Awliyaullah. Now you get the Ulama, the Tabliq, Jamaat, everybody. So remember this Amunzirun, they are warning us, Zikrah, and the reminder that one day death will come. Sayyidina Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimahullah, the sage of the age, the wali of the time. In Ghunyatul Talibin, one of his greatest books, his magnum opus, you can call it in fact, that it is one of his greatest works. It's in Arabic, but translated in Urdu and various other languages. So what did he say? A big lesson for me and you. How many kafan are being washed every day? Can you imagine we announce every day this janaza, this time pikatap time, this time janaza time. Tomorrow is my janaza, tomorrow is your janaza. Allah alone knows best when it will happen. But where is that person is so busy and gross in the mall, in the bazaar, in the market? How's the dollar doing? How's the euro performing? How's the rent doing? So that is our life. Remember this. That how's, how are me and you performing? That is the real criteria. How many graves are being dug every day? You come there to our graveyard cemetery in Lens, Avalon, you will find seven, eight, nine, ten graves empty, vacant, depending now which day you go. And you see how quickly it's getting filled up. 
mahfuru. How many graves are being dug every day? And then, وَوَانْ قَرِيبِنَ هَالِكُ And this human being, very soon, will be halak, will be history, we are gone. What did we do for the year after? Kal he, so tomorrow is death. Kal hogi, tomorrow will be accountability. Zikra, that is the reminder. No one can escape death. People tried everything. Allah announced, Kullu nafsin zaikatul maut, that everyone shall taste death. Everyone will go through that experience. No one can say, Ambiyai had to die and pass away, then who are me and you, ordinary mortals? Nabi Isa salam, will come back in this world. He will come there the second coming day in Damascus. Then he will finally eventually settle in Medina Munawwara. He will pass away a natural death, be buried next to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So for Anbiya Salam and this death, then what are we thinking about? So that is Wama Kunna Zalimin and we never ever did injustice to anybody. Me and you, yes, we do injustice. But remember never all Allah. Almighty Allah gives us so much respite and remember the calamities that fall Wama Asabakum Mim Musibatin Fabima Kasabat Aidikum it is because of your own deeds the calamities come. Wa Ahiru Dawana and Alhamdulillah Rabbil Adam.